Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, we have you listened to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe and hit that dingling link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support by giving us a five star rating, and you can also head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, and show your official support. Home of real beer, real breweries, real opinions. My name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies and Scott Callum and Mr. MD. Really snazzy, like, oh, proper bingo voice tonight, isn't it? Nice. Phil Bingo, you've obviously been making a draw today or something. Uh, like, I was going to say, you've, you've obviously been, been random selections. I know. Jeez. I could hear Physically. it in my, hear it in my headphones. like, jeez, fucking smooth. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> every well, every bit the real radio presenter you were born always born to be indeed correct um we'll go around the virtual table and find out what we're drinking to start of the podcast as we normally do Callum you've been dying to tell us what you're drinking do tell yeah so my beer fridge is um a thingy beauty at the minute I have to say <laughs> um which is unusual Burst for me uh, yeah I know uh, so birthday last week so many orders were placed many <laughs> in the immediate aftermath. Um, so I'm currently enjoying one from uh, Beer Merchants and it is Omnipolo um, and it's their prize pills. So this one was brewed by Omnipolo, but in Germany. So yeah, if you're going to brew a lager, might as well just go to Germany and do it. Um, so that's an all German recipe um, uh, brewed in the heart of Bavaria at Kamba Brewery. Okay. Um, so traditional German uh, hops and grains and ultra cold conditioned and laggard as close to zero degrees as possible apparently and by Christ this is it's, it's as close to perfection as you're going to get for a fills <laughs> to be fair it really is it's, it's soft but at the same time it's crisp it's got a lovely sweet malty flavour um, just a touchy hoppy bitterness but it's absolutely stunning super special that's one. Aye. Not good when your fridge looks good. Delish. And enjoyed it out of my free Red Hook Brewery glass as well that I got. Oh. Red Hook Brewery from uh, Seattle. Very nice. Very nice. Very schnazzy. So that was that was the offer the beer merchants were doing was uh, a free random glass with every order. So I got a, a and it's a proper pint tumbler as well. Red Hook pint tumbler. That's quite cool. That's a very nice badge. I like that. I like that a lot. Scott, what you got? I have. So I've got a newbie, or a newbie to me anyway, um, from Teske. Mm-hmm. That would be Cloudwater number, was it? Vocation. No, it's Vocation. It's um, right. a special edition, 8% double IPA. It's called Iraqi. Iraqi. It's, it's, it's a New Zealand... Um, Yes. Uh, mountain. Mm-hmm. Only reason I know is because I did, I did yeah. a, a thing I'm on it. I'm about and then go right instead of left. Aye. 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 Um, it is Motweka, Rachel, and Waiti. Oh, Get to Rivendell, um, you're going too far. Correct. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. So it's uh, Reach Dizzying Heights. At the peak of the mountain, with this juicy, fresh mix um, of New Zealand hops, three hops added at various stages to make this a deeper to be reckoned with. And it is pretty tasty um, for supermarket fodder. Um, I would say it's pretty up there, kind of very hazish, um, lovely and light, pretty good mouthfeel. It's got a great colour. The hops come through. Ah, it's super. Decent colour, very sweet as you would expect, very tropical, very tasty. Another vocation number that kind of bangs it out. They're, I really like their supermarket stuff. I think they really pay a lot of attention to it and make a good go of supermarket beers. So, um, yeah, another winner. No, I think that beer for me is superb. Absolutely superb. I, I try and pick that beer up when I get a chance to. Um, 
I've got to admit, I, I, it's quite topical in here because I'm on vocation supermarket as well. And I was about to say this could be the best supermarket beer that I've had this year, hands mm-hmm. down. And I'm on um, the Tukin Tropic, the double dry hopped IPA, 6.7%. Is that the one in Asda? Uh, yes, it is out of Asda. Oh, that's bad. I like that. That's good. Oh, quality can. Love the can. Uh, this is very Pablo Picasso. <laughs> it is actually. Um... <laughs> We're allowed to be cultural in this podcast. No, we didn't nope. expect it. That was a. <laughs> I, you know my thoughts on supermarket beer. Um, uh, I mean, the can's but... can shaped. It doesn't look like a citron, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Oh. And dad jokes. You t- is that your but, way of telling us you've got to become a dad? So uh, no. No, no. But this is uh, this is delicious, I've got to admit. Like 6.7%, hidden very nicely. Juicy, citrus. It's got a little bit of kind of grassy dankness to it as well. Um, but just pleasant, easy drinking. Like, I've got to admit. Like, I'm, I had an absolute stinker of I bought two beers at the supermarket and put it this way I'm chuffed that I I'm drinking this one um now because the other one I had was Bowfin and um, what one was that you need to tell us that well I'll wait until Gav comes around first like right, yeah. start with the good stuff and then we'll oh. go into the whiffs I'm happy to um throw um, throw shade. Throw, throw some shade, correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I missed last week, so I've got throw, I've got double the amount of uh, shade to throw this week. So. <laughs> no, I've had I've had both of those vocation beers, and they're absolutely they're brilliant uh, supermarket beers. The pair of them, very very good, very very nice. Um, I am on a beer from Lane Bruco, based in Brighton, and I'm on the Revelator, which is their Westie. The West Coast IPA is at 5.9%. Incidentally, I believe, Mark, you have had this. In fact, I think, Gil, you might have had it as well. Only reason I know this is because it's on our Untapped page. Um, whoever did the review, I assume it's yourself, Mark, said a bit of IPA, the mango flavouring is a nice touch, keeps and helps helps keep a nice smooth bitterness throughout the beer. Um, I get a, a nice bit of grapefruit through it. The bitterness is there. It's a West Day, but it's no like overpowering. It's a nice, pleasant, approachable West Day is probably the best way to describe it. Um thoroughly enjoy the beers that Lane make overall, but this um I think I think you can now get this in supermarkets. I'm no sure. Hmm. I think. Can't remember. I know you can get their other their IP, their, their other one, which I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. Um but the Revelator the West Day, I'm Sure, you can get it somewhere, but I got this can free at the weekend when I did when I visited the Brighton Tap Takeover Festival and my little tote bag, hey. and my, free, my free tickets because I'm an absolute slave for the free base. Send me the free shit. Um, but no, appreciate that beer and not thoroughly enjoying it. It's very, very nice. Throw some shade, D. I want to hear it. It was, um, the I probably should have I looked this up before, but um, it was, um, the district. Uh, distant call from North Bruin. I um, so did I take a snap of it? I don't think I did. Um, it That's was you. honestly, mate. Like you know, I like a bit of like flavour and dank and all the rest of it. This was I. I said it to to Lens. I was like, it tastes green, and I mean like proper green, mm. and I just it, it was. I got two mouthfuls in and I thought, I'm going to toss this. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll let it sit and warm up a little bit. And it warmed up and it was just Flush. as bad. I, nope. like, it was a nurse job. Like for, I was the slowest and I just, and it, I didn't enjoy it at all. I, I, for me, the aspect of it being like dank, and it wasn't supposed to be. It was a New England IPA, if I remember correctly. And it was just, <laughs> oh, mate, it was. You know, like I know North makes some good beers, um, but I, I, I was really close, and I'm surprised I didn't. You know, because you know, anytime I have a supermarket beer that's what I think is pretty poor, I just kind of chalk it up and throw it on the group chat with 
and another supermarket disappointment. Basically, mm. this was Aye. it could be the worst three quid beer I have ever bought. In a oh no! Oh no! So shade thrown. Alex, sort it out. If you're listening, Alex, get your finger out. Um, while we talk about North, slightly decent segue, and we can go to something slightly more. Yeah, we're North, we're North not involved in the draw that we did on uh, Instagram just a wee while ago. That's where the segue is. Oh, I was trying to be funny, Gav. Ah, no, you weren't really funny. Oh, yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was a hard, that was <laughs> <laughs> What for me? Thanks, thanks, Gil. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but yes, they were. We were live on Instagram. <laughs> Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, um, going through our Elite 8 draw. So we went from 64 breweries all the way down to 8, and we're fin- finalising the final draws and the matchups to take us to our last two and obviously our eventual winner. Um, so matchup number one, which we'll be getting voted for tomorrow, and well, well um, tomorrow as in Wednesday, when this podcast comes out, is going to be... But today, today, dear listener, Right now. Yes, today, have, right if now. You haven't voted, if you haven't voted, get your fucking ass on Instagram and get it done. Yes, Beer Fridge Podcast. Just search, like, follow, share. It's going to be The Kernel against Drop Project. Interesting. Now, Mark and Scott haven't heard, seen these draws. So, initial reaction from Drop Project against... <laughs> Callum has just decided to get another brilliant beer out of his fridge. And he's very, very happy. But yes, uh, initial thoughts, gentlemen. The Kernel against Drop Project. Kernel. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I feel really bad for Drop Project because they've actually yeah, had... They did uh, a really good job getting through. <laughs> they've, done, they've done really well, I think. Um, you know, we've got a, a list of... I, I'm putting everybody on the spot, but we've got a list of the breweries that Drop Project have faced so far in the bracket. Yeah. If I bring the bracket Based up. Based a couple that are no longer in it. So right. that's... You can see, the thing is, though... I can like, tell you that without looking at my notes. <laughs> they've van- you know. they've the, vanquished the likes of Brewery 1 and 2. They've obviously had that, like you say, like... They've done well to get here, but like... And whether they get... them, They might get through, but... Um, I guess they can all... They've beaten, so they've beaten... So the last round they beat Overtone. Uh, they've actually beaten actually some of the big breweries uh, Overton and Track there you go and the two breweries have, they've fucked it to be honest with you this, this could be the, the uh, giant killers the giant killers exactly I know so it, I mean it's like heist all over again mm. um, but you know if, if you had that brewery in a, if you had those four breweries Overton, Track um, Kernel and Drop Project in a list you know from a Beer point of view, Drop Project had bought me that list every day of the week. Yeah, <laughs> no no offence. The thing is, no offence. No, you know, there is absolutely no shame in being below those two breweries. But no. uh, you know, in my in my humble opinion, you know, Drop Project makes some brilliant beers. Um, but I would have the other three in front of them from a beer perspective. But it's just as much about how much support you can drum up on social media mm-hmm. than Definitely. it is about how good your beer is. They've evidently got a strong support, and, and that, good on that's them. where they, they've even against like Overprone, you would expect to have a pretty hype Aye. social media um, campaign behind them. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously not this time. Kernel, the only we would expect just based on beer, the 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 Kernel to walk it, but Kernel are obviously a mainstay. They're quite they go yeah. about their business pretty quietly. It sounds like fucking. Chappers or something talking about football teams. <laughs> they, they, they just kind of are always there. I mean, they're, they're, you know, when you go to their stall at a beer festival or order stuff for them, it's if you're you're looking for a space to fill in a box to get for eleven to twelve, for example, to get you the the free shipping or whatever, or get you the hump a big bottle of Kernel Table Beer or um, one of their uh, dry hot porters or something like that is is never going to go wrong ever. Which think I think we're pretty collectively saying we think that'll get them over the line, but mm-hmm. you never know. Drop project oh. social media following have been behind them thus far. There's nothing to suggest they'll not stay there. So the kernel will need to drum up some um, new Instagram followers 
No, uh, definitely. They will do. The, the millions of uh, fogies um, <laughs> kicking about. <laughs> they definitely will. Um, the second matchup on this side of the bracket consists of uh, Verdant and Unbarred. Um, and again, another intriguing an intriguing matchup in terms of what we're saying with regards to social media and stuff. Unbarred have got behind it kind of every step of the way. Yeah. Um, and I've, they've beat the likes of Fierce and Amity already. Um, incidentally, visited their tap room at the weekend. Cracker Place, definitely recommend going and checking it out. Beers were superb. Um, but no, initial thoughts on those two and that matchup. Unbarred have done like their matchups and some of the voting on their um, um, like games or polls have been wicked. Um, yeah. For me, they, like you say, they do make some awesome, awesome beers. I think Ferdin are, are they are one of the best breweries in the UK. So going up against them is a tough call. Um, you know, if, if I'm picking, I'm picking Ferdinand because of the, they make the kind of beer that I want to drink. Right. I'm not saying Unbar don't, but like Ferdinand specialise in the beer that I want to drink. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but have you still got that Stout Zilla girl? Yes. I'll so be like two years old now. Mm-hmm. Aged perfectly. Aged. It doesn't go to date. It doesn't. I know. I was saying that's a good thing. As was the acid brewing cartel stuff. Um, and the two Christmas magnums the, I'm hoping to make it a triumvirate of Christmas magnums um, of Anchor Anchor Christmas beer 100%. definitely the time, the time machine but the I think the, the Unbarred stuff they, they've had some clout I must admit mm-hmm. really good I agree I think I, I, I I'm actually just uh, sorry Cal. sorry and I, I mentioned on Instagram that um, I'd I've just selected Unbarred for my December box and bruiser. Um hmm. after Gav's um tap room review. So you've just reminded me, I think I've got about a half a dozen boxes in <laughs> my list for December because I couldn't decide what wanted to pick and then got distracted half oh, oh, Can so I just say you don't want to dump yet? <laughs> I, uh, just to just to let everybody know I got stung for November for that exact thing. So how many boxes did you get? I, mean, uh, I think it was uh trois. Trois boxes, I think. <laughs> Ooh. Fine, and I finally, uh, thanks to Phil uh, STF, I finally got uh, last month's box. It's sitting beside me just now. Excellent. <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the one bad thing about Bruiser. So your, fridge, your fridge will be a thing of beauty as well in a couple of <laughs> next week's podcast, yeah. Mark. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you. He's your friend on a generator on the street I may have to start vlogging this stuff to, uh, to pay yeah. it back but... <laughs> always fancy turning my always fancy turning my SUV into a tiny camper no. <laughs> it was the ideal opportunity <laughs> Can I, uh, good just thing on... is it'll be cold enough shortly for you to just keep the beer box outside, outside. Aye, true. all the time I just get <laughs> I've got one of those uh, like igloo travel box things for the work, so I can just uh, right. honestly you put put ice in that and it'll last about five days. <laughs> so to be, fair, to be fair, it's probably warmer outside than it is in March. Oh, honestly, <laughs> like why? Well, I can't afford heating, mate. I buy boxes of beer by the three, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no! Whoopsie! Maybe, oh, uh, but uh, on, on the whole, one bar thing, I've got to admit they have really pushed. And if I'm being like, like uh, they've came up against Fierce and um, uh, Amity, wasn't it? You yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. Like we spoke about giant killings for Drop Project, like Unbarred. I'm not saying they've had an easy route through so far. No, but, that's but it's been they've, they've been close. They have been close. Um, but the one thing that I, and part of me is like shouting for these guys is because every time something gets posted, it's like every time there's any engagement, it's like yep. there's a message with like a thumbs up, a wee like right. beer shrine, yeah. anything like Absolutely. that. And like the the whole point of this is it's the people's choice. Exactly. It's not like. 
it's not just who makes the best beer or whatever. It is like the people's like, favorite. People favorite, exactly. And if like so, now I'm looking forward to that one. I mean that that in itself. See when you actually see that if you're that if you're unbarred or any of brewery or any of the if we say drop project unbarred heist if I any brewery there. That must give you a wee bit. All oh, right, people. I know we 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 do this podcast and be like, the folk actually fucking listen. We, we don't really know until somebody messages or or when we're at festivals and they go, oh, your podcast, blah blah blah, and they talk to you and shit, and they go, you talk crap, fucking stop being a Berlin and stuff. So then, when you get that feedback and that engagement, you go, oh fuck, people actually do listen. And the same thing with the with the breweries, you must go, ah, oh, folk they like a beer. There's been thousands of votes, like you said on the on the thing, Gav. You know, it's it's thousands of Thousands of votes. I mean, it's obviously no thousands and thousands of people. It's the same people that are voting for right. everything. But there, there's, you know, there was some of the matchups in the previous round that were ticking well over, well over three hundred votes. Aye. And yeah, it's, that's some, some somebody won. I can't remember who it was by like four votes. I was like, fucking hell. That was the overtone and drop project. Drop project. I know. Ah, there was I, so there was like three or four that were like tight as fuck, and I was like, oh, see, I've, I've actually not. Put in place what happens if there's a draw. <laughs> it was so. It was actually really exciting to watch. Like you were like, I just kept like logging in and like clicking the story to like <laughs> to watch it. Uh, and it was like four votes up, three votes up. It was wicked. You know, I, I think we should like, be putting we should be putting it out there on social media that in the event of a tie, the first uh, the first brewery to send us beer. Is, uh, automatically, <laughs> automatically through the next round. You've got Winner. no shame, mate. Absolute no shame. <laughs> oh, fuck that, man. No James, shame. For, shame's for losers, man. One hundred percent. If you want to buy a super seed for the next round, get in touch. A super seed? <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's okay. quite funny. I like that a lot. But no, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm a, I am actually um, rooting for Unbarred. One, because... I quite like their beer. They're close to me. Tap is quite decent. For a local shop for local people. Local shop for local people. <laughs> also, they will be a guest on next week's podcast. So, oh yeah, it'd be good. if they were still in. Like them still to be in. Well, when they're on. So they'll be and even. What local. I can do. What I can do is open my Verdant box with Bruiser next week when they beat uh, Verdant. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Super. Right. Well, uh, so that's the one side of the draw. We'll see what we're drinking. Uh, what we've moved on to because I know Callum's got a lovely beer I've got another one of myself and then we'll look at the other side of the draw what have you got Callum? Howling Hops I'm on, I'm on Howling Hops um, and I've picked up a can of Heavy Operator um, and it's certainly it doesn't quite have the same ring does it? no it doesn't have the quite have the thing the smooth mm. operator but uh, no but it's, it's an absolutely spectacular beer it's a DDH Pale Ale 5.6% uh, Sabro, Citra and Amarillo and it is a dream to drink citrus the coconut for the Sabro and you know that kind of I've always felt like Amarillo's got that kind of almost savoury aspect um, that, that rounds the whole thing off but it's it's lovely and sweet it's uh, 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 absolutely tremendous, tremendous beer um, and if this is the way that the Howlin' Hops box is going to go, I'm, I'm uh, super excited. I'll tell you right now, it does. It's fucking it. It's a, it's a brilliant box. And that was, uh, I have to be honest, that was that was felt like quite a bargain. To be fair, because it was it was a juicy, a juicy box or something like that. It was called. There's a few lagers in there. I think there's two, two cans of lager. Um, there was twelve beers and it was forty quid. That's all right. Which I think is no bad, no bad. Like especially um, the Highland Hop stuff, which is like aye, yeah, some so, of the best. Like just over three pound a can, um, which is which is pretty good. Um, sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Um, I myself have, um, I went to a bottle shop in Hastings, and apologies that I can't remember your name. Um, N sixty six bottle shops. I don't know. And it's um... <laughs> was there a seagull on your head when you done it? <laughs> no, may as well. There may well have been. Um, and I, I feel I kind, I kind of feel half bad because I end up just buying all overtone stuff because I was like, oh, no, I've not had that one, no, I had that one, no, I had that one. Anyway, and one that I picked up uh, from overtone was everything, everything changing. Eight uh, percent, double dry hop, double IPA. 
Um, now, they'll usually tell you the hops in this bit, which they don't, it's not they don't, they still do, but they've put it under a hop revolution, revolutionary blend, excuse me, easy for me to say. So we've got Nelson Sobin, we've got Motieka, we've got Specific Sunrise. Anybody? No. <laughs> me neither. And Wakiki hops. Um, so this, they've blended these together and the, the idea was to make... <laughs> It's literally, it should just be overtone slogan to be fair. Thick, juicy, fruity, and delightful beer, which is pretty much what they specialise in. And Surely they should just call it beer. Aye, they should just call it beer, to be fair. It's exactly what an overtone beer I thought you were going to turn around and say, on oh, no, another overtone beer called, they should just call them all new. New, <laughs> Well, they should do that as well. But no, that, it does, it's, it, it's an overtone beer through and through. It does everything you expect an overtone dipper. DDH to do thick, juicy, full of aroma, punches you in the face, superb tasting, makes you go back and back for more and more. It's aye, it's an overtone fucking beer. What more do you want? Yeah, what more it's... do you want? What's your VSTF box there, Marky boy? It's fucking Phil's an absolute lad. Like this is. Is it? Is it? Is it like double down on the box because you had to wait an extra month for it? Uh, he, he did say through a few extra Brucey bonuses in for me, including the, the STF hot sauce. Oh, oh nice. Hello. Um, Did so... you chug it? <laughs> <laughs> Double dare. I think not. Um, yeah, I've got, there's a few that we've had um, already, like the like the IPA. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, he's basically given me the Big Ideas series by the looks of it. So we've got the Big Ideas IPA, which is one we've mentioned um, numerous times. There's yep. also a, another, a, a Burton IPA that's in here. Burton. Um, Burton IPA. As in Burton's menswear? Um, uh, no. <laughs> does, that, does, that come, does that come with a stupid flat hat and... Shoes that are too short and shoes with no socks. That sounds actually, like what, it's that sounds exactly what I was wearing the day. Officers Club. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that, that, that officers Club is an absolute like that was a stalwart when we were at high school. Like oh, that was the, the rich the rich man's petroleum. <laughs> petroleum man, mate. Oh. Jesus fuck. You used to buy jeans in there every week because they never lasted until next no. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the, the videos you see on the internet now with the going out the hot tubs with the dissolving shorts on. Yeah. The jeans are like for the officers. <laughs> I, you, you went out in the rain, walking to school in the rain. <laughs> Arrived with your, your kegs on. <laughs> Came back with shorts on. Where's your, your, where's yeah, your, your jeans? And your fucking trainers be fucking dyed blue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, we're pla- laughing we're laughing because it's fucking true 100 percent true 100 million percent no honestly this uh, this box is just ridiculous i'll just i'll give you the the quick loadout i've got um four and a half percent pale five percent ipa um 6.8 percent double dry hopped ipa uh 6.3 percent uh burton slash petroleum ipa um, I've got um, a German ale at five percent, which, like, listen to this: uh, clean, crisp, cold style ale, um, golden straw in colour, uh, with a bright white head, top fermented yeast to provide strawberry starburst and cut grass flavours, as well as baked bread malt base, which basically gives you a supremely tasty and Moorish beer. Basically, it's like a jam sandwich and a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very, very, very kind to throw in, and this is obviously like super new, but he's um, the the Belgian Christmas um, seasonal beer that they've just brewed, uh, 7.4%. Nice. Uh, oh, wow. Well, nice. well done. Uh, so, I like yeah. the label, labels. Are I, love, I love STF's labels. I think they're great. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. Mm, definitely. We've got the collab with um, with Shillings in here too. Nice. The oh, nice. That, the, is that a bock? The bock, yeah. Aye. Superb. Yeah. Looks good. Looks good. Sounds good. Get it in your fridge. Get it drank. 
Right. But you go, Gil, you were smelling that bottle with... I'm trying to, I'm trying to warm it up. So this is another right. vocation number. Um, right. It's their special edition, so a special release, but specific to Tesco. It's 12.2%, and it's a barrel-aged mint chocolate stout. Oh! Mm. <laughs> Which could be hit or miss. Good taste so like toilet duck. Doesn't it smell like that? Smells all right. Smells promising. Smells like after eight. Tastes like toilet duck. It does smell like after eight. It's got that kind of vibe about it. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Wait, you see, wait, you see what I've got for you on Saturday, Mark. <laughs> There's an offer you can't refuse. Indeed, indeed. Is it so, bad that I'm driving though? <laughs> well, you can uh, me for me, but you can taste it anyway. So I've got uh, a can of this. I'll let you look at it. Pohala, nice. but it's their uh, American Mountains West Coast Dipper. Ooh. Wow. And you're driving. West, like a, a West Coast Dipper hop with Chinook, Simcoe, and Mosaic. I think uh, I think we've just agreed that one's is driving now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just stay at Leslie's and drive here on Sunday. Taxi's been booked. <laughs> Luxurious minty and bittersweet flavors give way to sophisticated after dinner style dark chocolate. Enhanced oh, nice. by barrel aging over nine months in Bourbon. 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 It's their seven year anniversary, so like oh, I said, oh, it can't be paying attention to the old supermarket. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven years doing supermarkets properly. Seven years fuck in a supermarket. Fair enough. Well, with that, then it must. It must I was going to say it must be half decent then. Definitely divide opinion just because it's mint. I think, but Aye. I love I love mint chocolate. Like still a wee bit cold. Um, I'll let it warm up a wee bit more and and come back to me. But cool. it's, first mouthful was that it's no it is new toothpaste by a long time. Yeah, it's no Colgate. Superb. Um, well, well, we'll let that warm up a little bit. We'll go to the other side of the bracket to see the next two matchups in our People's Choice Brewery of the Year. Um, and we start off with uh, our friend Alex, who I've mentioned. Already and North Brookhall, and they're up against uh, the big boy killers in Heist. Ooh. Initial reactions. So oh, like after the last North beer, I'm I'm all Heist. I think it's uh, this is like the you know what is it the, like the fairy tale story the cup run like Every the heist cup, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like looting town on the magical cup run getting through the through the quarterfinals of the FA Cup again. Uh, yeah, but, the, but we say that because the the breweries are beaten, they're beating pressure drop. They beat Vault City to get here, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, and I'm I'm pretty sure the Vault City heist one was like the one that was like four votes between it, and. More. I th- I genuinely thought Vault City were going to win it, and it was probably a quite a hard one to vote for, like especially if you don't like Sowers, like you're not going to vote 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 Vault City, obviously. And Heist were, were and it goes back to the thing we've said: they shared the Heist shared it on their on their uh, Instagram pages, got folk behind it to get people to vote for them. Hats off to the guys; they've got through to this stage. And to be fair, their beers are fucking banging. We had those beers when we were at yours, Mark, uh, me and Callum. I had that breakfast Nipa thing, which I thought was brilliant. The Lucky and Charm number. Lucky Charm number, I thought right. was great. And other beers that do are fantastic. We've had them on the podcast. They make some really good beers. The beers are tasty. I would not be surprised if they beat them, if Heist get through. Would not be surprised whatsoever if they beat North. Oh. I think, I, I would. I totally agree with that. I think North make some incredible beers. Yeah. But the thing for me, and it's coming back to that point, is that, you can get down the rabbit hole of the, the their supermarket stuff, and because I suppose they're not we're we're not drinking them regularly in terms of no. like um, at a bar or anything like that. You know they pop up now and again. So our opinion will differ, but I think like you say, the further south you go, when you're going to have more access to them on keg. And okay. it's the same with Heist, I know I appreciate that, but like we're talking about North as one of the biggest, you know, breweries in the country. Like exactly. as in, you know, how much they're producing, the quality. They kind of remind me of Stuart a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of 
they make, you know, they've obviously like doubled down on the supermarket stuff. And of course that it's a huge aspect to the business and I appreciate that, but their best stuff is not in the supermarket. Yeah. Whereas Heist haven't hit the supermarket stuff yet, but you know, so you're getting the best of them whenever you taste it, um, which I think differs. But honestly, what a, what a really good matchup that is again. Thank you, I think it's really good. Gil, what's your initial thoughts? Leeds against Sheffield. Sheffield. Sheffield, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Uh, I think, I, I think, I think the, the hasties have got it. I think so. Just, just slightly recency bias. And no, I've not really had much North stuff and nor have I been inclined to it. And I've, mm-hmm. I've had masses from beer shops and, and <clears throat> what have you, bottle shops and that kind of stuff. And Aye. none of the stuff that's ever been in there, a special stuff has ever kind of grabbed me. So, Is it because yeah, of the can um, design? I don't know. Maybe a wee bit. Maybe it just... I just always think of it like it takes it makes me think of the Sputniks and that of the world. The one thing I would say that I would would murder just because of the the glassware is that I, I, if I was to walk past it and see it, I would grab a Springwell oh, lager so. for sure because I, I think that lager's incredible. Yeah, I think it's superb. But again, it's no it's not in a supermarket, so and there's there's probably a reason for that. It's probably too good. Too and good. It's no it's no viable. For a supermarket, but um, I, I just I like I really like the high stuff. I like their vibe. I like the tap room. Like the oh, that that kind of scenario. They've got a pretty good following. Obviously, they've they've got they've taken the the ranks of um, the like say untapped and stuff to it's yeah kind of showing it for what it should be rather than what it often is um, with the reviews and stuff like that and how they've used the tool. So I think it's I I, I quite like. I quite like Heist's ethos. Yep. So if I was voting, which I will be, <laughs> um, I'll be voting for Heist. Definitely. If they want, to, if, if they want a, <laughs> a sponsor, mega deal, where I'll set up another 18 accounts <laughs> and also vote for them, please uh, get in touch. Please send me. Um, last matchup on this side of the bracket consists of um, no getting kind of no surprises here. Um, if you kind of went through the whole eight, you realise there's two left, and those last two are Polly's and Dea. Bosh. Yeah, two heavyweights there, but it's got to be Dea. <laughs> no, we have. Okay. Yes, Dea. we have. Dea, Dea, Polly's, Polly Dea, Polly Dea, Polly's the croc mm. versus the teardrop. Indeed, indeed, tight one. It's mm, I don't know. I think it's a hard one to put. I can't. My my head says there. It does, but the 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 good thing about this matchup is the type of beers they really excel at are, the, are, are in the same category of quite style. No, exactly. Yeah, I really excel at. if you if you were going all time, I think it's quite there. But if we're talking about this year, I think you've got to give Paulie's name. Oh dear. I think you've got to polish because I think what they've done this year and or what I've tasted this year um, in terms of the wider range, I know it's still IPA, um, pale, dipper, wet, all that, but, you know, their, their Westie was delicious. They've had a couple of really interesting IPAs, which I know is their, kind of their go-to. So, like, if I'm going this year, I'm probably giving polish my vote. And I've got a vote as well, so I suppose that's one for polish. Well, interesting. <laughs> It's hard, um, like you said, they both do very similar styles of beer and they do them pretty fucking well. Polly's have, have knocked out Beak and Neon Raptor and they have knocked out Phantom and Left-Handed Giant, who I'm getting a box off of tomorrow, hopefully. Fucking better be anyway. Aye. Left-Handed Giant? Yes. To be fair, I've I... have them in my December triumvirate. <laughs> 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 to be fair, Cam, you were saying No, it's alright, it's fine it's no, no, you go. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I, would, I would have expected They are to beat the two that they've beat um, yeah. But I think Polly's beating Beak is quite uh, mm, It's quite a, a turn up Because mm-hmm. um, you would never so. have said that This time last year 
No. Oh, no, we're beaking about our beaky beak beak boxes. Beak 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 no, we didn't beak enough, clearly. Obviously not. So, aye, there are the matchups set for the last Elite Eight and uh, the Battle of Brewery of the Year People's Choice Award. Kernel against Drop Project, Verdant against Umbard, North v Heist, and Polly's against Dea. Um, that is the bracket set until we have a winner. Awesome. Indeed. So we have a motherfucking winner. Uh, voting starts today when you listen to this podcast. So make sure you head over to Instagram and search and pop your go in the stories. That's where you can vote on the stories, is where you'll be able to vote. The first vote that we are live is Carol against Drop Project. How long are the votes going to be live for? Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Twenty four motherfucking hours. Um, I was going to say like since we've got eight here and we've got the bracket. Uh-oh. Are we going to do a, a, a final two prediction? And we'll see. Okay, then. Okay. You're going to okay. have... Uh, so you're picking in the first four is Kernel, Drop Project, Verdant, or Umbard. So one of those four will be in the final. Verdant. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to Verdant. I'm going Umbard. Verdant. Verdant have got such a strong repertoire of beers. Such a strong social media following that they've almost got double the chance to any other brewery of being in the in the final. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna good Scott. Well done. Well played. It's almost like they're in there twice, eh? Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna take the kernel because I can't look past the kernel for anything, so um and then you're going to have, so you're either going North, Heist, Dea, or Polly's. Heist. Oh. Polly's. Heist. Oh. Gav's, Gav's got the underdog final. <laughs> I've got the underdog, I've got the underdog for fucking. The thing is, see the, see the two of them. With, with, obviously, in fact, in fairness, Drop Project, Verdant, North have all shared it as well. Umbard and Heist, and I'm, I'm probably being biased towards you two because they've been behind the whole thing from start to finish, so fuck it. I'm going with underdogs, fucking quote-unquote, and they've they've been following this, and they've been fucking backing this shit, and I fucking appreciate that. So really? Umbard against Heist in the final. Come on! There we go. And uh, So you've got 3,001 odds, Gav, for that. Tenner on, tenner on. 100%. Uh, so, Cal, you went, uh, you went with Verdant, Heist, Final, Gav, Unbird, Heist, Final, Gilroy, Verdant, Polly's Final, and I've got Colonel, uh, Polly's Final. Um, so, yes, at the weekend, I ventured across to Brighton, um, thanks to the guys at Lane Bruin for sorting us out, uh, and to kind of explore Brighton and their Tap Takeover Festival, which is a a beer festival, but slightly different. It's not in one singular venue. It's spread across it's like the idea. whole. Spread across the whole Brighton. Twenty bars, I think it was, and each bar had a brewery taking over said um, pub. Obviously, um, the list of breweries was was fucking was brilliant, um, and the venues. And I, I I think this is just such a good bit. Mark, the thing, weird thing is, me and you spoke about this about three or four years ago. I think. Doing something similar-ish to this, and I think it's just such a fucking good idea. So the tech, you don't actually have to buy a ticket. You can just go to the pub and you can enjoy the beers. If you buy a ticket, it costs you twenty quid. Ticket gets you four, four free half pints. Um, you get, you also get once you've done your half pints, you get a pound off your drink. Therefore, after you've got the wristband. Um, you get a wee tote bag. Our wee tote bag had like a map and shit, and then it had a wee umbrella because they obviously expected it to be pish of rain. Luckily, it wasn't, and I had a, a free can of Lane Brewing beer, which is obviously one I had this evening. 
And Z for 20 quid, I'm like, that's fucking no bad, by the way. Oh. I think it's just <laughs> such a good idea. Like, I obviously live down here, this neck of, these neck of the wood, and I found like four or five pubs that one I've, I've walked past so many times. I'm like, I'm not going to never look shite. And once I went in, I was like, this is actually fucking cool. Like, why have I not been here before? The beer selection was brilliant. Um, I just think it'd be a, a perfect thing, especially for Edinburgh. I think Edinburgh suits that kind of idea of having a festival within within the city and spreading it across. Like if it's in Leith or something, or you start at like the wee ball and then go hanging bat and then work your way down that way. I think it just it suits it so well. I think that's a genius, genius idea. I'm actually raging, like considering we spoke about it like however long ago, as in like mm. a multi bar takeover. But like, I think. For the value you get, you know, you know, twenty quid's not that much, and if you're getting a couple of free drinks or free halves and that, and somehow out, I think, and it's. Well, going if you're going the, if you if you're going <clears> for craft beer and you're getting a half pint, you'd be talking four quid anyway. Exactly. You know, for a for a for a craft beer, mm-hmm. um, so four of them sixteen bucks, and then you're getting a pound off every other drink that you get for the rest of the day. It's a no-brainer. I don't know. It's nice as well. There was a, a good mix of cast stuff as well. Um, so the breweries that were taking part were Beak Lane, obviously, were kind of um, organised the whole event. Pressure Drop, um, Abyss, Northern Monk, Cloudwater. In fact, I think Cloudwater. Oh, no. Oh, I, I stole a Cloudwater glass, not going to lie. <laughs> Got a cracking beer, and I was like, they gave me one of the nice glasses. Like, That's going straight in my bag. Um, two Tribes, Vault City, Whiplash. Amniston, so like the fucking good breweries, and there was one pub where it was just, it was all cask stuff, and it was a nice mix, and you could, we started at the top, so I think it was like World's End pub, which was Amnes- Amniston, and we started there and worked our way down. Um, to that Amundsen? Yep, that's the one. And worked our way down <laughs> towards Prick, um, towards the seafront, and it was just Honestly, like, such a good idea. I absolutely loved it. And I just wish there was other festivals like like it, to be fair. Like, you kind of be a good pub crawl, but, you know. Yeah. But, it's, but a pub crawl that every bar you go into has a different tap takeover. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Like, fucking amazing, you know, man. That's exactly. good, because your tap takeovers that we have up here are ice shiting on a Thursday. Nah, I know why. For Christ's sake, didn't you do tap takeovers on a Thursday, for goodness sake? This was a Friday, Saturday and Sunday jobby. Good. weekend. The map that you got, did that yeah. tell you which bars had which like takeover yes. on? Aye. See, I think that's wicked. You know, because imagine getting that and be able to say, right, okay, well, we've got Cloudwater, we've got uh, Unbarred and we've got Lane. All right, there's the three pubs, right? There's a wee bit of walk in between, perfect. You know, uh, and you get a chance to wander, and you, you still get to go and see and drink the beer that you want to go and drink. But the good thing is, as well, because so my other <clears> half, my wife was with me, and like the, the other good side of it is, so actually, like shopping in Brighton is actually quite quirky. They've got the lanes and stuff, and it's quite a quirky wee place. Um, and like she did a wee bit of shopping while we were going from pub to pub. So we're going from bar to bar, she gets a wee bit of shopping, which she loves doing, and I'll get to fucking drink craft beer. I'm going, I was like, fucking yes, fucking brilliant. And yeah. we did, and we did what you're saying that is what we did. We started, um, we started like the furthest away bar, and then we sat with the map. And I was like, okay, I want to go there, there, there. Like, and she's like, I want to go to these shops and these shops. So we just walked it through the map, and I was like, okay, I'm going there, there, there. I didn't go to Vault City. Um, I was going to, if Joe was doing, I would have went over, but Joe, I think he was in Europe Skyrim. somewhere. Ah, he was skiving like fucking whatever he was. So I wasn't going to bother. Um, so I went to Cloudwater instead. Third world oh, problems, eh? Third world problems. <laughs> Damn it, you bastard. Was... <laughs> so close. <laughs> That's funny. But no, I really wish, like I said, it's a, such a good idea. And I actually messaged the guys who organised it and went, look, are you going to do this somewhere else? If no, tell us how to do it and we'll do it our fucking self. I think it's a wicked, wicked idea. Um, like you say, like, thank for that you mentioned that I think really important as well is the fact that you found bars that you probably would have walked past. Yep, 100%. That you were like, oh, that's quite quirky. And you think, like, I know this for a, 
a fact with recent job and stuff, like with Glasgow and Edinburgh. Like, you walk past and you think, oh, like, there's no way we would have went in there thinking there was craft beer getting poured. Yep. And you think, oh, we've got craft beer on cask and we've got craft, you know, it's it's just, it's wicked. And, Basically, uh, the brewery, the, the, the pub that had 360, um, 360 brewing on it, I've walked past that pub three or four times and it just looks like, for lack of a better word, a shithole, a bit of a dive, a bit of a long man, old man's pub. You walk in, every cunt's going to turn and look at you. And then I was like, well, can I want to go and try the beers? Walked in. Fucking great wee place. Great wee place. Don't judge a book by its cover, apparently. All that jazz. Let's be honest, especially it might, it might turn the charm on for a week, for a weekend. All that, aye. Make a quick killing and then <laughs> slither back to its roots. You never know. But it's good that they've they've got involved. Aye, 100%. Like it, good and idea. Good considering pubs are struggling as well, like it's a good opportunity exactly. for them to make a bit of buck and try some other to... people like yourself to, to go and visit them who might then go back next time. Aye. The, what, right now is the kind of the lull as well. It's like a really perfect time to do it because, you know, it's the kind of the calm before the storm. storm. But then the pubs and, you know, after after the new year, I suppose, are going to be absolutely dead, aren't they? Again, mm-hmm. you know, so that's when, you know, these weird and wonderful sort of events and try to drive people there is, is key. So The other thing that's good about it as well, you don't actually necessarily have to buy a ticket. Um, you can just go to these oh. bars willy nilly and find the sign that say that said Brighton Tap Take Over and go in and try the beers anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so we. Well, I mean, it can't be that bad to get like it. Can't, it's not expensive, obviously, to get the no. map and get where you're going in. No, not at all. We went last year. Bit. We went last year, and I was going to buy a ticket, and then didn't bother. And while I was there, I was like, why the fuck would I bother spending twenty quid for a ticket? No, this year. Granted, I still never spent 20 quid for a ticket because we went for free, but I'd be like, I'd, I'd, sp- I'd spend 20 quid for a ticket. I'd was it all over. in walking distance? Oh, aye. 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 So it was all like in, because obviously, like, I know your longest Your longest walk was maybe 10 minutes, and that was the, that was the furthest one, the World's End pub, which which we started at, to the next one. In fact, no, that's a complete fucking lie. They're all about five minute walk. It's all about five minute walk. It just shows you the volume of pubs in Brighton in a small space as well yeah, you know fucking and of them, man. Pubs. but to get them all bought in is what I mean you know like, let's be honest you could do a pub crockers Rose Street in Edinburgh yeah. and you know every third door is a pub but getting them to have a takeover of a specific brewery that's mm-hmm. going to have because it was keg beer I'm guessing yes you know and let's be honest like you know a lot of these bars would have had you know Contracts and all that kind of stuff. They'll not have space. They'll not have space yeah. to put a keg on. No. You know, so and it's not like that. They would need to sacrifice tenants or fucking Heverly or something like that right. to fit your beer in. Right. And it's not like they're only happen. sacrificing one line. There's, there, it was a, a minimum of four each bar. Minimum of four Amazing. lines. Amazing. They and still have the the carling in the corner, did they? Hundred percent. Alan and Foster's all over the place. Hundred motherfucking percent. In fact, I think my standout beer that whole weekend it's either it was either the cold IP I had or um the one from Two Tries, which I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um but I the cold IP was wicked and the two tries beer was fucking phenomenal. Um love it, great idea. I think I would love to see more of these kind of events across the country in different cities. Especially even See, like Leeds and stuff, see where places where you hear they've got a really good craft beer scene and we've never been before. Like, it'd be a great way just to explore the city and find yeah. all these fucking places, isn't it? It would definitely be a weekend worth, like, a, a, worth a weekend trip if you knew you were getting stuff a wee bit further afield. But it would be good to go to a place and make sure you were getting, like, it would be good to make sure the local breweries were well served also. Yeah. And that kind of place. But So as long as you get that balance right, between the and you can obviously you can dictate that by going to the local tap rooms and the stuff right. that's close by as well and then doing the tap takeover stuff but it would be a good way to explore a city to get a wee wander around a bit and see the other thing to remember pubs eight nine and ten but aye the the thing that I was was tremendously lucky 
um, Verdant had also had also had the Brighton pub crawl that week that same weekend. So I had all these breweries taking part in the tap takeover and, and said bars, and then there was another fucking like pub crawl thing with Verdant. I was like, fucking yes. Did you have to carry you home? Pretty fucking much. <laughs> yes. Bought oh, a, think, we bought like, a sub. We bought a subway at one o'clock, and it was fucking horrible. Yeah. I remember that much. Oh no! I bought. I got a meatball man. I got a meatball man. I got a meatball man for whatever idea. I thought getting sweet chili sauce was a great idea. For. Oh come on! And I, all I did yeah, was just poor, fucking ruin poor, it. That's poor, poor, just poor. fucking ruined it. If you don't go with the old Chipotle you... Southwest, uh, then you're doing something right. Southwest <laughs> I know, I know. I, I just, I, I don't know what happened. The, the beer took over and just seemed sweet. To be, fair, though, to be fair, that's that's on the server and Subway. Like, that's on the server. You've got to rely on the server to be like, mate, really? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sweet chili or a meatball, mate. Go and fucking have a word yourself. <laughs> 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 That's I'm going to talk about this beer. Take one then, go on then. I've got, I've got another. Tina's is a beer podcast. I've got another subject sitting down. And for no other reason, I mean, it's another supermarket one, one that I got for my birthday, and it's uh, Northern Monk, Faith and Futures. Um, double dry hop, IPA, 6.2%. And the only reason I really wanted to talk about it was because the last um, the last beer that I had from Howland Hops was Sabro Citro, uh, Citra and Amarillo. And this one is Sabro, Citra, and Azaka. So it's it's pretty similar. Um, only one sort of difference. And it's, it's quite amazing how much a difference there can be. Um, and it, it, this one has is, is got much more of a sort of berry, kind of tart berry flavour. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, and it's, it's not got the same body as the, the heavy operator, um, which I guess is... You know, to be expected for a supermarket, yeah. but I mean, it's still it's, it's stronger. So I mean, it's just over half a percent stronger. Um, but it's, it's equally delicious. It really is. It's really fresh and zingy. Um, really, it's a, it's a proper beer. This one. Yeah. I think it's it, a good, that's, good supermarket. That, I've had that. I pick up that that beer quite often. To be fair, because I think it's a, a really good or a really decent supermarket beer. To be fair, you know what you're going to get. It's, it's a decent level. Um, it tastes good enough. It's, it gives you what you want. It's not among supermarket beer, mate. Exactly. It's, it's the it shows that we're. It just shows that we're kind of learning our craft with you, but that we can we can pick up the similarities between the two beers, and and also pick up the differences in the two beers. You know, just with the, the sort of same but different hops. It's good. One that's good to pick up, and it's a it is a newer one. I don't know if you guys have, have it's went in Scott Tesco's in uh, Scotland. Is is Northern Monks Heathen? Mm, straight, up, so. straight up heathen. Um, <clears throat> that's another one. If you get a chance, pick it up. It's quite decent. Okay, no, it's not the monk. We just said they do, they do what they do quite well. Um, it's worth kind of giving that a wee, a wee go. How has the um, vocation barrel age Tesco number, if it was Tesco? First. It have been bad because they finished <laughs> it. Couldn't be bad because it's fucking uh, gone. The review is very pleasant. Not harsh, not overly whiskey-ish. Um, it's the barrel age aspect. I would, I don't, I think maybe the mint and the chocolate maybe hides that a wee bit, so you're not really getting Aye. very much bourbon through it, or I didn't, but then I'm not a bourbon or whiskey drinker, so discerning that for my palate would normally be a negative, and I didn't get it, so that it's a plus point for me. Um, it's 12%, so it packs a decent punch, mm. it definitely has that punch, so that they're no. There's, there's no bullshit in you there. Um, it's a lovely bit of... It's got a lovely kind of viscosity to it. It's, it's no mega thick, but it's, it's you can tell it's it's got that kind of heavy alcohol content. The mint is there, but it's no overpowering. It does have a lot of dark chocolate notes to it, which I think kind of... It's quite balanced though, mate, what evens, you're saying. It evens it out. I think letting it get warm, um, drinking it at the right temperature definitely is key because you were just getting... You were getting mainly mint, obviously because it was frozen. Um, to begin with, just coming out my the, the fridge, I should have left it out a bit. Um, but it wasn't a hundred percent whether I was going to go for it or not. So, um, but I it's it's pretty well balanced. <laughs> and for the for the sake of four, I mean it's four pound. 
um, for a special edition for a birthday beer. If you're in the, a try, like in the market and looking for a birthday beer, it's, you can't even mm-hmm. go wrong at four quid. No way. Is that a 330 or a 500 mil? Uh, can't 500 mil, surely. That's a wee one. But it's, I mean, ah, right there still. in Tesco next to your Genesis and everything else. So mm-hmm. go for mm-hmm. it if you get the opportunity and you're, you're on the hunt for something a wee bit special, but don't you want to stretch the... Um, bottle shop stuff or you want an introduction or you want to find out what kind of barrel aged um, heavy stuff it's, it's I mean the 330s is obviously a wee bit smaller in size than going for a 440 mil can or something like the Death Star number 3 or something mm-hmm. like that like the, the the other heavier Northern Monk versions and stuff like that no, but to be fair to be fair though less. aye but to be fair like even for a seasoned craft beer drinker a 440ml Death Star is Tough going. It's a it's a task. Um, it's, so, you know, it's that's a it's a shift like to <laughs> to drink a four bottle yeah. of Canadian kind of stuff. Especially on a Tuesday. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Not driving tomorrow, thankfully. So we're yeah. all good. Good, good. But I, it's a. I took one for the team just to make sure because I thought I'll that go would play. be one that people would maybe try and pick up for Christmas and stuff like that. So. Gav, yeah, um, what are you drinking? That that's, that's looks like techno sex. That's is correct. Mm-hmm. That that is correct. I was going to say, I was going to give that, you the description and and see if you could recall what it was. And it tastes as good as it does as it's done before. Kind of forgot how light, how tart it was. Off that can you can tell for a good five miles away. Well, true. That's very. very that, true. Was that another one that's been liberated from Mark's fridge? Correct, Amundo. One hundred percent correct. So glad you took that because that was like, <laughs> that was vicious for me. Like it's like it's taking up space. Right. It's, it's tart as fuck. It's it definitely makes you fucking do a wee people's people's eyebrow. It's it's a it's a it is a really wicked beer for like because in terms of like what it is because it's like a goes isn't it if I remember correctly. Oh, like, like, but it's just I it was just nowhere. Like it was really funny. You guys had talked about it however long ago it was, and I had never picked it up. And when I seen it, I was like, oh, brilliant. Um, I'll grab that. <laughs> and I took one mouthful of it, and I was like, oh, oh no. my God. One mouthful and then regretted buying two cans of it. Oh, I never bought the cans, mate. No, no way. Like, Free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark for the Beer Fridge Podcast. Give me beer. I don't buy beer unless it's Bruiser and I buy three at a time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's, it tastes as good as it's done, it ever does before. It's just, it's very, very tart. Um, oh. It's salty, which you want from a goes. Um, key lime pie, which you get a wee bit of limeness from it. But yes, very nice. It is a keeper. Um, I have no other subjects written down in my wee notepad of wonders here. Anything else you would like to add to this evening's proceedings? Super. Just what I wanted to hear. You're on mute anyway, Gil. Sorry. <laughs> what I you saying? I saw myself laughing at something. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. one, another one of those. Not for, not for podcast ears, is it? <laughs> uh, I got to send something. Um, another one of those. Something... something t- Topical Ukraine oblique Russia based. Okay, oh, we'll yeah. avoid that. We'll avoid that okay. with an absolute fashion. Um, like I mentioned, uh, make sure you head over to our Instagram page. Make sure you vote for our People's Choice Brewery of the Year. Voting is going live right now as you listen to this. Uh, just search Beer Fridge Podcast. Also, wherever you do listen to this, make sure you subscribe, hit the ding link to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your support by giving us five star rating or head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Home of real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Fingers crossed. Next week, we will be joined by Unbarred. And hopefully, as well, we'll get two tribes on by the end of the year. Um, so, yes, indeedly do. Should hopefully have a friend couple of breweries on. Send off pod Andrew Fisher's enjoying a, a lovely um, two tribes beer this eve. Oh, is he? Yes. Oh, very good. Two chives number. I've still got my two chives glass. Yes, Un- well. unhampered by dishwasher entry. It mine's un- uh, mine's unhampered because chives. it's it's in a box here in the garage, so I'll have to dig it out if we unearthed. Yes, we'll need a, lock- to be- a lockdown relic. Hundred percent, isn't it? In fact, we bought we we all bought the same case like two weeks, three weeks, oh, yeah. and he locked in. Didn't we? Thanks to your uh, timely recommendation. 
I think it was a it was a timely recommendation and a, a discount code, wasn't it, or something? Hundred percent discount. It was indeed. Yeah. It was indeed a wee, it was a, an indeed apply. Discount apply code, apply code for a uh, free glass. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> free glass and half price beer, Roger. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We are fucking Thanks tight cunts on this podcast, but we love it. Mm-hmm. We we we'll, we'll put, you we'll put say on. that, but like we spend a boatload. Well, some well, of the, 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 the amount of Zoom quizzes we had to survive during that period is unspeakable. So oh, that, that we needed well. something to get through it. Hundred percent. Um, like I said, till next time in the podcast. Be your back. Ah, well, fuck it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> hey, I've done all the pish. See you later. Cheerio. Bye bye. Good luck.